Hi, this is Dr. Tom Vergus, and this is CQ for Global Leaders. I'm currently in discussion with a, a number of leaders who are on a project, and it is a cross-cultural project team. It's a digital transformation project. And this team actually consists of people from four different cultural backgrounds and also two different organizations. So one organization is in private enterprise, and the other organization is a government entity. So not only do you have cultural issues in terms of personal or national cultures, you also have organizational cultural differences. Now, when I was talking to this team or the leaders about six or seven months ago, when we were starting the project or when they were starting the project, I had at that time suggested that it would be really useful to spend a little bit of time talking about the culture talking about some of the issues that could possibly come up that may derail the project. But at that time, the project leader was not keen to do anything. And this is simply because he is very experienced, ha had run numerous projects around the world. And as far as he was concerned, it was a minor issue and it would be something that they would be able to iron out. Of course, as you know, each project based on where the people are from and which cultural countries, context they come from will have its own nuances. So fast forward, six months down the track, this project is already behind schedule. There are cost overruns, there's a high level of frustration in the teams, and more importantly, they're not, they're not getting buy-in from the client organization. High level of distrust between the teams and very little cooperation. The risk here is the project will get completely derailed. This project is a multi-year project, it's four to five years, and as you can imagine, if it doesn't hit the milestones, the steering committee is just going to mothball this project and it's not going to go forward. And I relate this to you to give you the appreciation that whenever you bring a project team together, and especially if they are from different cultural backgrounds and different organizational cultures, it, it's just prudent to spend some time thinking about this and looking at how do I help navigate this. Most of the people, or rather all the people you'll have in the team on both sides will be professionals. In most cases, it's not the issue of how to do the job. The issue is how do I build relationships? How do I build trust? How do I deal with conflict? How do I give feedback on things that I'm not comfortable with. It's what we call the soft skills. And as you know, soft skills are hard to master. I have worked with many clients who bring 
cross-cultural project teams together, and particularly a Swedish organization I worked with for many years, all their project teams were cross-cultural. And a key thing that they would always do at the start of any major project was bring people together and spend a couple of days really establishing some protocols on how this project was going to work. So here are a couple of suggestions for you that you can also look at implementing in your project teams. One is be explicit about the cultural differences. So be explicit about it. You know, my first book was called The Invisible Elephant. And it was called The Invisible Elephant because I was referring to culture as the elephant. It's big, it moves very slowly. But many a time it's invisible because we just do not see it. How do you make what is invisible visible? You do that by being explicit, by talking about what culture is and talking about what are some of the differences and what are some of the similarities. So in other words, it's raising awareness of how do we operate within our own cultural norms? What are the assumptions we make? How do we in fact build relationships? What constitutes trust? How do we deal with conflict? These are all things that are protocols that you can establish in your project teams. The next point is then look at, do you actually have organizational differences in terms of organizational culture? How do things operate there? And again, perhaps having a conversation around that. Establish some guidelines on how we deal with things, e.g., what's the expectation in terms of response to an email? How do we deal with feedback? How do we provide, how do we deal with conflict? If you can actually just establish some protocols on this, it helps the teams stay focused and at least it gives them a framework to work with. The next point is have regular check-ins. I find in uh, starts of projects in the early days, it's actually much, much better to have quick check-ins. Like in other words, have frequent check-ins and more regularly. And of course, once the pattern gets established, you can extend that. But in the early parts of the project, really important to have check-ins quickly and early so that if there are any issues, you can deal with it as necessary. And of course, the final point is readjust your project, readjust things as you see uh, as is required. The learnings you make from that project can then be taken to your next one. So what's my reflection point for you here? As a global leader, do you, in fact, when you put a project team together, how much consideration do you give to the aspect of national cultures and organizational cultures? What are some of the things you do to bring these professionals together to make sure that your project meets all the timelines that you are working towards? You've been listening to CQ for Global Leaders with me, Dr. Tom Vergus. To find out more, please reach out either via phone, email, or our site, culturalsynergies.com. Synergies.com.